this is Steve Moss from the Midnight Ghost Train, and you're listening to MHOG Podcast with a bunch of pinball metalhead motherfuckers. Podcast where Rum is trying to interrupt me. <laughs> uh, I'm your host Wayne, and with me is Mr. Adam. You're gonna. You're gonna what is this? You're not changing your name anymore. It's exhausting coming up with different names. Like, I, I mean, I could be Joe Pano. You're always like, Joe Pano now. I'll be Buck Lightning. All right, uh, President Buck Lightning uh, here. President Buck Lightning uh, and Mr. Who Rum. It, the interrupter. That's that's my street name. Yeah, yeah. And today's guest is uh It's what he does to his wife. <laughs> is Mr. Steve Boss. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going good. Uh he is from the band Midnight Ghost Train. Um you guys are from Kansas, correct? That is correct. Right. We hail from Kansas. Right. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna mistake offend us. <laughs> I don't wanna offend you guys and say you're somewhere else. Like our Kansas. Ow. We lo- we love the wheat state. Nice. I, I, uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say, like you, you have a you have a song I believe that I just listened to called Cotton Fields about black men in Louisiana. Well, it's an old Lead Belly song. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Was, you guys aren't familiar with Lead Belly? You from Louisiana? I was gonna say, man, come on. I'm fr- I'm not even from there. Lead Belly. Well, yeah, yeah. Understand? I'm with Led Zeppelin. Adam doesn't like Louisiana. He just lives here because he can't go anywhere else. Or uh, well, Lead, Lead Belly was from uh, Shreveport. It's one of his original folk songs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome, by the way. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, you know, Kansas seems like an odd place to come up with a song like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got fields. In my, in my previous life, I was an old black man from the, from the fields and the cotton. Yeah, yeah, he's, they got uh-huh. wheat fields. <laughs> but uh that's an interesting sound you got there dude it's it's uh very man i've been listening to you guys all for about two weeks now right on yeah i mean the sound comes from uh i mean all of my influence comes from like old delta blues guys like lead belly and james and you know all the old greats and gospel music so so, I mean, you just don't keep it there, man. You go, you, you're you're kind of crossing and, and merging lots of genres, I think, in your sound. I mean, it. Yeah, well, we like to we like to play. He- I, I love the feel of heaviness behind me when I'm on stage, but I like blues and I like gospel music and I like old folk music. Right. So I just kind of take that and, but make it heavy, you know. Yeah. I love the That's feeling cool. of the drums and the amps behind me and banging my fucking head real hard and. And then. Take it and make it what it is. Yeah, dude, you go, like, uh, Monica had mentioned earlier when we were letting, uh, Adam listen to some of your stuff was, uh, was the fact that when you were on stage, dude, you, you just go somewhere else, man. You're just like, 
you can tell how much you feel your own music. It's 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 great. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I guess it, a lot of it comes from uh, you know the passion that we have for this and what. I mean, this is who we are and what we do. So a lot of it comes from that. A lot of it also comes from the, you know, I grew up listening to these old soul blues guys, gospel guys, and you know the the old gospel preachers that do their songs. You know, when they're when they're you know singing, when they're playing, they're commanding the audience to look at them and commanding them to listen, and you know, you get their attention that way. Yeah, like 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 a sermon, you know. Right. So we try and I try and like. You know, just bring my soul out, and you know, if if I'm not feeling it, the crowd's not going to feel it. You know, exactly, yeah. man. Leave it so on the I'll, stage I'll, and just yeah. let them, you know, let it bleed. Awesome. Even if there's one person, I mean, Wayne, you you saw us at that little New Orleans, and I mean, in a, what, what was it? Uh, Bible. The, yeah, that tiny little small bar. Yeah, you know, there was, there was, dude, there was all of like what maybe ten people there, and it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and dude, you you guys play your hearts out, man. Because I mean, we do it for we love doing it. You know, we just, that's our soul. That's who I am and who we are. We gotta do it like that, or else we don't have the cleansing. We need, and I need lots of cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend lava soap. Lava, yeah, gets you clean, good, chilly too. Chili, yes, yes, chili as well. <laughs> with nipples. We're back to this. I'm back with the nipple chili. Awesome. Don't ask audience. Yeah, ask. the audience will never understand nipple chili, but and they're happy with that. And you know what? That may be the name of this uh, podcast, nipple you chili. If anything, that is a, that would be an awesome name for another band. Yes. Yeah. We are Nipple Chili. No, it sounds like one of those shitty alt rock bands, like uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are Nipple Chili. Come on, Yay! <laughs> Put your iPhones in the air. Save them like you don't care. Yeah, make sure you got the lighter uh, app on there so you can lighter app. Up. Yeah, so it looks like a lighter. <laughs> I hope you're all driving hybrids because we don't put up with that gasoline no, no. bullshit, bastards. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Wayne tells me that y'all are uh, getting on a boat or something like that. You're you're taking your your, your you know you're going to be overseas. Yes. Am I misinterpreting that you're not going to be on the water itself? I no, no, no. They're not going to be on the water. They're going overseas, uh, like like. Before. I thought you were going you to. Actually, thought we were going on the water. <laughs> I was just on a cruise ship. I assumed that you were going to be the the act on the cruise ship. Holy shit! No. <laughs> you guys, you guys, ghost train on a ship. That would be awesome. <laughs> you guys are doing what? What's it called? The Roadburn. Uh, yeah, we're doing Roadburn Festival. Um, we go to Europe quite a bit. This will be our fourth time over there, and then we're going back again this October. That's awesome. But uh, this this trip is just going to be a week, so we're just doing five shows, and including the Roburn Festival. Well, apparently, uh, the music translates well in other countries as well. Yeah, we do great overseas. That's awesome. We do re- we do really good out there. Um, I think I think a big part of it is kind of because you know I, we have a lot of that Americana blues gospel influence, you know, folky influence, and, you know, they really, really out there. Yeah. They really like it, you know, they really like the American music, you know, and the feel of it, and they really dig it, so we do we do great out there. 
how does something like that get started, like like an overseas tour? It's it's not something that every band can do, obviously. No, especially I mean when we started it, you know, we, we've done it. This will be our fourth time, but uh, three years ago when we first went over there, it was it just kind of came out of. Well, you know, we, our self-titled record came out, and we sold more copies overseas. And I just was like, hey, what do you guys think? We do this? And they're like, I guess. And so I, I went on and I booked the tour. I did all the booking for it. And we just kind of we just saved up our money and went. And what did, what, how'd you do? I mean, did you call, uh, cold call these clubs and stuff? Or? Well, I emailed them. You know, I went online and emailed them and contacted promoters and stuff in the areas and you know, looked at other bands' websites yeah. and see where they were playing. And See, people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into just trying to get your band moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that, that's a lot of, a lot of legwork. <laughs> it is. It, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if we didn't do it, we wouldn't have that, you know, that grip behind what we're doing. Right. Right. You know, I mean, we, we're on that stage because we made it to that stage, you know. Uh, Nobody else first, made it there for us. Your first date over there, I think, what is it, like April 17th, I think? Yeah. Okay. That's Wow, that's coming up quick. Why are you flying yeah. over there? Man, yeah, I would. I could. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Roadburn's going to be awesome. A lot of, Most of the people that Roadburn aren't from the Netherlands. A lot of them are from the U.S. They're from everywhere. There's quite a bit of our fans in the U.S. who have contacted us and telling us that they're, you know, going to so, be seeing us at Roadburn. Oh, so wait, wait a minute. The it, actual Roadburn yeah. Festival what, is, is the 18th, but you're playing a place called, uh, what is it, uh, Schipperklaus? Schipperklaus. Something yeah. like that in yeah, Germany. Schipperklaus in Flensburg, Germany. We're playing there on the 17th in Roadburn, and then we're doing uh, White Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. And then we're playing Rathaus Bunker, which is an old World War II Nazi bunker, like seven oh. stories underground. That's crazy. That's really fucking cool. We play there every <laughs> year we go. I would. Be yeah, fun. me too. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. We pack that place and it gets fucking nuts. That would be fucking awesome. I don't know. I, I mean, I can't see somebody, wa- like, I couldn't walk into a place and be like, oh, the smell of, of dead Jews. Let's, let's, let's add in some alcohol. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, dude, it's, no, dude, it's, it's a bunker. It's, Man, there's, yeah, there's, 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 from, that bunker was used to hide from bombings. Yeah, see, it wasn't nothing to do with murders. God. Ah. I contend that there's probably a dead Jew there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right backstage. Yeah, yeah, they keep. Oh, this is where. It's, this is where the dead Jew. Speaking lives. of which, really quick, and I, I did a wrong, but since we're talking about Nazis, I'll bring it up here. When I was in Mexico, <laughs> awesome. in, in Merida City, uh, I was walking through a flea market. Where they have all these like knockoff American things that you can buy for super cheap, and there was uh, one one little cabin area, whatever you call it, booth uh, with all kinds of baseball caps. And I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing things like Thundercats, New York Yankees, and stuff like that. And at the very bottom, most the the one that's clearly line of sight, the first thing you see was a uh, camo camouflage uh, baseball cap. 
with a swastika on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped and went, Kiss Kiss say what? <laughs> uh, I, like, I, I was starting to just like give the dude, I'm like, I gotta, this, no one's gonna believe this. I have to show this. And I thought, oh yeah, I wanna bring this through customs. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure the black dude, the hefty black dude that checked me in this morning, would have loved the Nazi uh, like memorabilia. Uh, but I was like, I didn't. I, I mean, like if you go to Germany, if you carry something that has a swastika, they will beat the shit out of you. Uh, like, it's, it's illegal. Yeah, it's like, illegal. I didn't know that you could sell shit like that. Yeah, yeah. In the Netherlands and like in France, they have a lot of that stuff for sale. But in Germany, like anything to do with you know Nazi. You know, it's illegal. Yeah, you go to you go to jail. Like even if you have um, like the old uh, uh, Mein Kampf. Yeah, that or the money. You know, like the actual yep. the old coins and stuff that have the printing on it. Yeah, you go to jail. I had a I had a lot of relatives that served during World War II, and they always they brought back so much on the Nazi side. What? Nazi stuff. <laughs> They, they yeah. brought back, you know, a lot of a lot of the GIs back then would bring a lot of like the guns home and stuff like that. But souvenirs. I've got, yeah, I've got I've got a ton of freaking old World War II Nazi shit. It's pretty cool stuff. I yeah, usually I usually only pull not, it out around. Obviously, I'm not for any of that stuff. But, I mean, it's still pretty cool. Like it's, it's a cool historical value, you know. Yeah, yeah. The history. You know. Sometimes I put on the helmet. Whatever. Just walk around. <laughs> Naked and not the helmet. You know, I got goose steps sometimes at the kitchen, make myself a sandwich, come back. <laughs> he, he walks in, buck naked except for the hat, going, would you be my Eva Braun? Get this! Make me a sandwich! Know, I don't know what I said that was supposed to be, <laughs> but I gave it a shot. It was all right. So anyway, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just had to tell somebody that swastika hat. I couldn't believe it. So Steve, how many, <laughs> how many uh, albums do you guys actually have? Because I, I only have the four, ones. isn't it? We have three. Well, is, is that including your EP? Yeah, including the EP. So okay. we have three, including the EP. Um, the EP was a really long time ago, and sounds nothing like us. And then we had a self-titled record that we recorded in our basement because we had no money. And then Buffalo, the new record, we recorded that in Athens, Georgia, and we did it all analog, all live, all in one take. Um, Man, you, you did that in Athens? It, That's a great place to do recording. Yeah, with Dave Barbie at Tr- Chase Park Transduction. It sounds, oh, yeah. I mean, the proof is in the pudding when you hear the record. It sounds great. You know, uh, Seven Dust did some recording there, too. Yeah. Uh, they're from yeah. Uh, originally from Kennesaw, Georgia, but they did a lot of their albums uh, right, right in that same, around that, I think, that same studio. Yeah, Drive By Truckers, they recorded all their records there. Um, you know, lots of really great bands. And, I mean, he just, you know, it's all analog. It's all, it's what you get. And he just captured our sound really well. Well, it sounds great, dude. It yeah, really, dude. really does. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm... I'm not joking. I've been I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and uh, that's a, actually I'm ordering uh, your CD off the website. It, it's really really good. You should hear it on vinyl though, if you listen to vinyl. I would love to have it on vinyl. You have it on vinyl too? Yeah, it's for, it's for sale on vinyl. Just go on our website. Oh, sweet. Yes, he does. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking what, about? When are you, when are you guys actually uh, coming <laughs> going around the U.S. tour again? Uh, well, we're doing another U.S. tour in May. We won't be coming down through Louisiana, but in July we're going to be coming through Louisiana. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So July, and August, we're doing a full U.S. tour. In May, we're just doing like you know the East Coast and the well, pretty much just the Midwest in May. So. Okay. And then I'm going on my honeymoon. Well, good. <laughs> That's right. And where are you, where you heading? Uh, to France. So I'm going back to Europe again. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, 
so I take a little bit of a break for two weeks and then right back on the road when we get home. Cool. So obviously y'all have a, a label now, so this is your 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 job. I, I mean, is all y'all like? Are, are, it sounds like you're sort of in the in between stage where you have a label and you're putting out record. You know, you're trying to put out records and really get your name out to the masses. Is is it all touring to to you know? I, I a make huge sense. part of it. I mean, the majority of it is touring and playing live and people seeing us. I mean, there is quite a bit of promotion going online and, you know, things like this or, you know, but it all comes down to seeing us live because, you know, we could say whatever we want about the Midnight Ghost Train on here and people can listen to it, but they're not going to truly believe it in their soul until they see us live, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't you don't know a band until you you actually see them play. Right. And then right. once they play, then then that's their you know, then they're hooked. <laughs> yeah, I can honestly say, dude, like, um me and me and Monica will tell you up and down, dude, they're probably one of the best bands that I've seen come through here in a long time. Why thank you. You welcome, dude. I really enjoy going to see you guys play. It's 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 awesome. You know, I mean you guys get a lot of sound of what just three of you guys, right? Yep. Yeah. So we love what we do, you know. I mean we just love to play, you know, and like I said, you know, that comes across to the audience, you know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a complete uh tool and say, uh, if you guys come out here during what is it, July you said? Mm-hmm. Uh if, if it's a if it's like a weekend show, let me know and we'll play with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we'd we'd love to do that. Like, like so. when you get back from your honeymoon, hit me up and we'll try to arrange something. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Or you can call him in the middle. Like he's he's cool. With that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, what's going on? Uh, what are you doing? Hey, why are you out of breath? <laughs> she killed me. Oh, <laughs> he said, he's like, I'm, look, honey, I just got this idea. I gotta call him. Hold on. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I can do two things at once. Yeah. Almost done, shit. I mean, you're mostly satisfied, right? It's cool. That's <laughs> all that matters. Exactly. Half a smirk is better than a frown. <laughs> <laughs> but a frown's always better if she's upside down. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> uh, so... That's cool. Uh, so, did y'all make a conscious decision to to make this like this is your job now, or was there a day when someone called you like like the record label and said, "Look, you got a deal"? I mean, did, was it was it your choice, or did something just come that made that possible? Well, it was kind of it was kind of. Uh, I mean, this is the hand we were dealt. This was a choice that was made since I was born. I mean, this is all I've ever known how to do, and I knew it would be my life from the beginning. I mean, literally, since I was can remember, I, I grew up like listening to you know James Brown in in my bedroom, singing in front of the mirror, and like came on stage. And did you I have knew, the tapes? Yeah, oh yeah, no, I didn't. Have <laughs> but I knew that this is what I was going to do. I knew that I was going to be on stage. Um, and I mean, we made this a living before we signed with a record label. You know, we just toured like fucking constantly over and over and over. And I mean, that was when we, I started this band because I started this band in memory of our best friend that passed away, me and mm-hmm. my drummer's friend. And when I started the band, I just had a real hard drive. Like, I need to do something, and this is what I need to do. And I'm gonna record a record and just tour and tour and tour. in the beginning it was you know awful we made no money you know it was total crap but you know slowly bit over time 
a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. You know, and we're not rich by any means, you know, we're very fucking far from rich. But uh we just you know, we get by as long as we tour constantly. Right. But uh it's the, life the label musician. just kinda yeah, we we got picked up from the label because we do it like that. You know, labels don't just come to our door your door and they're like, Hey, you know, some people I guess get it that way. But um, you know, the label Not real bands though. Right. Well, I guess what I was really asking was, like, did you at some point have a day job, or was it just... Oh, yeah. I actually used to be a teacher. Really? Oh. Yeah. I was a teacher. I I, I, uh, was a special needs teacher for the Mental Aid Challenge. Dude, that's awesome. So I did that for four years, and I I did that when I started touring a lot. I was just a substitute teacher, so I could take off when I'd go on tour. And then over time, the workload of playing in the band full-time got to be more than I could handle with teaching as well. So That would be a hard job in itself, too. I mean, a round of applause for doing that. That's well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was tough, but, I mean, my dad was the founder of the Big Brother Big Sister program. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I grew up my whole life, I mean, you know, around someone who just put everything everything into the you know helping kids and he didn't make a lot of money doing it because it was non-profit right so he just you know he poured his soul into that that's awesome did you ever have days where you, you were like in class and you were like okay kids make sure to read chapter 10 tonight you know just your homework and then on friday night be sure to come out and see mr we're gonna be rocking out yeah <laughs> That would have been, uh, I, I, I kind of kept my other life separate. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. I notice whenever someone says, like, what you just told us, like, you, you, you know, you taught special needs kids. Whenever, like, you ask them what they do and, and they give back a response like that, there's just an audible, like, oh, shit, like, like almost like you were going to make a joke, and then you realize, <laughs> oh, my Wait, God, I'm a huge asshole. I don't, uh, I don't do anything like that. I, I, I'm very selfish. Uh, nah, dude, that, that's incredible though. I, I would have never, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. A lot of people are a little put off by the like, What? Now you play rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. well, my, my, my aunt was a special needs teacher for uh, 25 years. Fucking uh, one upper. <laughs> Actually, I thought he was going to say his aunt was a special needs children, but I, I no, talk- no, I was going to say she taught Wayne. But um, <laughs> oh, 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 thanks. <laughs> no, but uh, it, she uh, she ended up uh, after twenty five years uh, just retiring from it. She it, she said it was just a she it was very you know she got a lot from it. She put a lot oh, into yeah. it, but after so long, it just wears on you. You know, there's oh, it really does. Well, it I'll really- tell you, we got uh, over. I mean, I don't know if this is the type of special needs kid. I mean, I'm sure it was probably a variety of kids. Yeah, it was quite a bit. Over at the comic shop where I, I work part-time, we got a kid in here now. He's he's like 18, and he's he's a high-functioning autistic, but, you know, we, we like, he's sort of, like, taking up residence at the store. And right. Like, you know, we're, we're That's the kid that, with the, the black hair, right? When, right, yeah, yeah. right. He's a nice kid, but, like, he... He's he a lot certain of things that he doesn't know how to deal with people, and so we're having to like try and wrangle them. I mean, I'm not there all the time, so I, I don't want to make it sound like I have something to do with this. But you know, it's it's it, you know that's just one kid. Like I, I couldn't imagine having to deal with, with a whole that, class. You know, right? whole class. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. I'm sure. You gotta really love it. I mean, you know, it's just like the music. Like a lot of people think playing rock and roll is all cool and stuff, and doing it full time would be so cool, but. I mean, you've got to really love it, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of work. 
Yeah, I always, you know, it's like an unrequited love, you know. I'll give everything to it, and I'll love music, and I'll give it my everything in my life, and it won't give me shit back. You know? <laughs> now, I was going to say, now you got you got to... It'll take things from me, it'll, you know, take my money, take everything away, but I love it so fucking much, so I'm going to continue doing it. I was going to say, your, your new wife's got to be a best friend, too, because she's got to oh, be... Oh, she's amazing. Well, yeah. That's, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's a lot to handle. Yeah, I mean, when, I, when we met, she, you know, I was touring a lot, you know, so she knew coming into this, what I do, and you know, she understands it totally as, you know, this is, you know, I'd like love to see him all the time, I'd love for him to be home all the time, but this is the cards we were dealt, and if he didn't do this, he wouldn't be the man I loved, you know? So That's awesome. She's I, a fucking saint, though. I mean, she's yeah. amazing. She takes care of the house when I'm gone, and she, you know, she works at Pier 1, you know, she works here in town, Ooh. but um, she uh, really just is huge support and huge help. That's great, dude. Well, I think, though, it depends on the situation you know you have like if like as long as you're there to see her fair enough right. you know like you're just not always going and you're not one of those dudes who's out doing blow and getting blown you know like to me like it sounds it sounds fucked up but you're right, right. it's true I was though. talking to this couple the other day where the dude works offshore and she's like you know they've been together like 10-12 years or something like that and they, they seem very much in love and I was thinking I didn't want to say it to him but I was thinking you know it could just be that he's not there all the time to piss you off. Like, <laughs> like, like, maybe that's the secret to staying together for the rest of your life is, like, just not being there. Go away day. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. The secret is you got to be friends. So I'm sure it helps out. Uh, you, you've got to be friends to stay together that long, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. You do. Really and, that's, and that's exactly it. You know, she's my best friend, and she really is, you know, stands behind me with everything I do. And, yeah. you know, above everything, no matter what, we trust the shit out of each other. You know, we trust each other very much, so yeah, we know got that we're in each other's good interest. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how I feel about Monica as well. It's just like if uh, if she would. Well, that's that's not what I've heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's not what I heard about your wife. But anyway, we won't go into that. We won't go into that. But, uh, <laughs> she just in the middle finger. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. She's not even listening to the the conversation, and and all she heard was Monica. So she went what? And then he said something, and so she flips me off. That's that's friendship. That's right that's there. Love. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but you know, she backs everything I do, even though it's fucking retarded sometimes. Like, yeah, like. Same here. <laughs> I I was just making a compiling a list in my head of all the things, but you know, of all the things that what that Monica Monica puts up with that your wife puts up with. You mean like all the accidents? And I'm the a freaking saint. Hospital bills and the gallons of booze. Yeah, you're a saint. Oh my god, I met someone this weekend that loves the Vampire Diaries. Has the exact same story as Rome. Except, except, for, except for the part where where yeah, this guy apparently didn't go to like uh, download European versions of season five or something like that. So he he only watched it like see like the seasons that were on Netflix. But uh, I, 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 there you I, go, Rob. You got some friends. They started telling me this, and I'm like, holy shit! There's another guy like that. Steve, <laughs> Steve, don't listen to them, man. They're just making shit up now. I see oh, my, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't watch though. you don't watch the Vampire Diaries, do you? Steve? I have no idea what it is. Okay, good. See, see, I uh, see. He's a real man. I understand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it because my wife likes it. Oh, oh, you're lying. He's lying. He he watches it because it relaxes him while a dude's blowing him. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Wow, that's all I can say, really. Other than, other than I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to shit on your head at this point. 
<laughs> well, Steve, uh, I wanted to ask you this while you know while we're here. Uh, we're doing uh, compilation records for the for the podcast. Would you guys want to be on it? Absolutely, yeah. That'd okay, be great. okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure because uh, uh, the first volume's already done, but I'd like to get you on the second one. You know, whenever we start doing that one. So yeah, that'd be awesome. great. Awesome. You heard it here, folks. Midnight Ghost Train's gonna be on the volume two of uh, the Imhog Podcasts, whatever the hell we're gonna call it. Right. So yep. uh, when when are y'all next gonna be recording? Uh, well, we're gonna be here's a little secret just for you guys and your listeners but we're going to be doing um we're going to be doing a live from roadburn recording and awesome so we're going to get that uh as long as everything turns out good with the recording we're going to release that awesome um but uh that's a secret for right. everyone who's listening but uh, <laughs> but uh then after that we're starting to write new songs and september we're going to pretty much get the songs down under our belt um july and august we'll be playing pretty much all new songs and then uh oct- september it'll be you know finished up and then probably january or february we'll go back to the studio and record another record that's really good that's what we plan on doing so very cool um how, what goes into like prepping doing a live album um i don't know we've never done one <laughs> We plugged is, a freaking recorder into a 16 track. That was pretty much all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roadburn does it pretty well. I mean, they they uh, post the whole show, you know, the whole festival on the radio. So it's already like well recorded, and it's going to be mixed and stuff by producers they have, oh, and cool. it's going to basically you know pay f- to get our pay a fee to get our cut of it, and then put it out. Is this That's the awesome. first time you've done the Roadburn festival? Yeah, this is our first time at Roadburn. Now, if I'm not mistaken. I think and I don't know if anybody else is, is knows this, but um, on there's a TV show, uh, TV program on a station called Palladia. Yeah, they play it on there. They play the Roadburn Festival on Palladia. Yeah, cool. It's uh, actually it's so, so wear something nice because you're going to be videoed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually um, uh, VH1 Classics on uh, the HD channels. Is, yeah, okay. what, is what it's called. Yeah, Palladia. They don't actually have an uh, like an HD TV channel, so they just use it as. Uh, but folks, don't VH1 be fooled Classics. by the part where it's on VH1 Classics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please don't. It's, it's not going to be Midnight Ghost Train and Celine Dion. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Although that would be awesome, it, it'll it'll, oh, it'll it'll be on between uh like reruns of like Fashion Week or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. Is. But you think that's a fucked up thing? You know who's doing a concert together? This is just completely random. Nine Inch Nails and Beyonce. Wow, that's weird. That both, is freaking both, weird. Both acts. I don't really give a shit about at this point. Oh, are you talking about that that Made in America festival? That, yeah, that's full of like. Acts from Europe. Yes, really. Beyonce. Yeah, like dead. Is it dead mouse or dead mouse? No, no, no. It's it's dead. It's it's this. Yeah, that DJ guy, dead mouse. Oh yeah, yeah, Germany. Um, the guy had the lights. The guy who invented dubstep, basically. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there's a bunch of European acts, and it's sponsored by Budweiser. It's called Made in America. But <laughs> Beyonce's actually going to be doing a song with Nine Inch Nails. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I just is it, read. Is it uh, um, Closer? You know? I, I want, no, I think it's called, uh, I think the song's called Have a Nice Day or something like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I mean, look, they, I, I don't hate Nine Inch Nails. They've, they've done a I do. Song. I like Nine Inch Nails. I want to punch that motherfucker in the head. Dude, you hate, you hate, you hate everybody, so just shut I hate him because he, motherfucker. He's from Mars, Pennsylvania. Okay. I went to a party. I was, what, how old was I, 16? I've heard this story. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker owes me money, pisses me off. 
Steve, I have to apologize. Uh, no apology needed. Rob likes to work through his issues. He, he owes me money, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really? No, but... But it sounds good. Why not? It why sounds not? good. You, you uh, can say yes. Trent Reznor, you're an asshole. You owe us money. He's an ass. He was an ass before <laughs> they were famous. Well, in any case, they have a few good songs. But I'm yeah, like, the, best, you know. the best... The best thing he ever did was was write a song that Johnny Cash recorded better than him. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. Like, That's a freaking high five right there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I saw the list. Like, it's not just Beyonce. Her little sister Solange is going to be on there. What's her name? Solange. Okay. You know, Beyonce is her real name, right? It, it sounds like a place where you wait for something. I'm going to go wait in the Solange. No, it actually sounds. It sounds like a spice or a. Or a it sounds or like a, a European uh, restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Solange. Sounds like a big booty black chick to me. Hey, there you go. <laughs> it she probably is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh, <laughs> I, there, there is a, a really good tour going on besides the Midnight Ghost Train one in, in Europe, of course. There's one coming. And, of course, made in America. Well, yeah, but there is one coming here, not not to Louisiana, of course, because they never do anymore. So it's not coming here, then? No. If it's coming to the United States is what I mean. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Iron Maiden's going on tour again, but they're going on tour with um, Megadeth. Megadeth and Iron Maiden. And well, now, wait. Isn't Iron Maiden the group that just had a, one of their their band members die? Uh it was an old band member. It was it was a band. That's member. why he's. That's why he died. He was like, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he wasn't in the band anymore. He hadn't been in the band since uh, the second record. Okay. Uh, they just treated him like a member because he had. Um, well, he was part of that first, you know, all those albums, man. Yeah, he had muscular dystrophy, so they, that's they, why he stopped playing. Like the guy from the Beatles. I got you. No, no, he stopped playing because he had muscular dystrophy. <laughs> he was a cripple. I got yeah, you. Got you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> that has that. He kids. He kids. But anyway, it's it's Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, uh, and Megadeth, and they're playing in Austin's the closest where we get. But there's a show in California. It's Iron Maiden, Megadeth, Anthrax, Overkill, Exodus, and like two other old school thrash bands. And I'm just like, why can't that go on to work? <laughs> I would love to see that. Old, they couldn't take the road. No, dude, it's just incredible. Like that's the kind of show where you Look, stand when the there. Guy is Dave Mustaine. It's not good. <laughs> When you, that's the kind of show when you go stand there, you look like the dude who opened up the uh, the Lost Ark off of uh, Indiana Jones, and you start melting when they play it. You know, it's like, ah, ah, that's the kind of show that is. How about this? Black Sabbath is back with Ozzy with a reunion album called 13. It'll be coming out June 11th, and then they're going on tour uh, starting in Helsinki November 20th. And, and the tour is called Geriatric. Yeah, I, I don't want to shit on your story there, Rome, but the thing about stuff like that, when you hear about, oh, this great old band is getting back together, is. Man, that's Black Sabbath to me. And that, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I agree. I mean, I, I liked Ronnie, uh, Ronnie James Dio years. Don't get me wrong, they were fine. The, the Southern Cross tour. And all that stuff. I like Dio. Dio's Dio. Sabbath was with Ozzy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Bill Ward's not going to be on that tour. It's everyone in Black Sabbath but Bill Ward. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the drummer from Rage Against the Machine is going to be drumming for them. What? Oh, that uh, was that Brad Wilk? I have no idea. <laughs> yes, Brad Wilk is that drummer. Okay. So, well, I mean, Bill it's, you know, it's a guy with sticks. 
I mean, everybody it, knows Sabbath. Yeah, it, Bill Ward fucking kicked so much ass, though. Yeah, dude, it, it's not Black Sabbath and without everybody. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I give you that. I, did, I, I thought it could be a full union as well, but then I found out Bill Ward's not on I find it weird that they're kicking this whole thing off, all of this off. In Helsinki. No, 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 not just in Helsinki. That's weird by itself. But <laughs> they're 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 going to debut the first track from their new album on the season finale of CSI. <laughs> what the fuck? And 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 the entire band is going to make a cameo appearance in the episode. That's got to be something to do with Sharon yeah. Osbourne. Sharon. Sharon, do you have the lyrics to Iron Man? I don't. Can I be in a show with Ted Danson? (laughs) Have you seen my suspenders, Sharon? I've got to go play with Sabbath. Uh, uh, I'm going to be on CSI. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, isn't that freaking weird? It sounds like a monster fuck, honestly. It sounds horrible. I got to see Sabbath when uh, they did the the first reunion tour a long time ago. The No More Tour Store? No, 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 no. That, oh, that, that, was, that, was, that was just Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, Sabbath did a tour. I forget what it was called, but they uh, it was all the original members. It was fantastic. I, I think that was called the We're Broke Tour. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, but everybody was there and everybody played. That was actually before, that was pre-Osborne, so they weren't, like, they were still trying to push for some money, mm-hmm. you know? So that was before the Osborne's TV show came out, so it was... Uh, that was a waste of time. It wasn't a very packed show, So, but it was really good. I, I would still like to see them. I think, uh, I mean, I've never seen Sabbath together. You know what I mean? Yeah, seen, it would be pretty awesome. I think it'd be amazing. Well, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I just like uh, like the albums when when these bands get back together 30 years later. They're never very good. No. You know, it's, it's except like, ACDC. Have you? Well, they didn't oh, go yes. away, but yeah. but if you see that, you know, they they've always been together. But them live now is fucking unbelievable. That's yeah, what I hear. I, I, I hear live they're fucking I, fantastic. I yeah, me too. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that today. Like I was I was posting something on uh. They're going to tour again. They always tour. I'm down here, I'm gonna have to yeah. check it out. I was thinking about um like underrated uh rock singers and and stuff like that. And what's that guy's name? Brian Johnson or something like that. Yeah, something, Brian Johnson. Like. That that dude really doesn't have, like, a very famous name for being who he is. Right. No, yeah. I don't know who he is. But you know what? It's, it's, they lucked out by finding that dude. Well, wasn't he friends? I can't even think of the dude's name right now. Uh, who? Bon Scott. Bon Scott? Bon Scott. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were, like, best friends or something like that, right? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but that's what I, uh, I think they were just acquaintances they met yeah. in a coffee shop. <laughs> All I know is that they were lucky to find this dude to step right. in because Bon Scott had a very unique voice. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and so was Brian Johnson. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. If a Brian, that's as close as you could get would be Brian Johnson. I, think, I know you're not supposed to say things like that, but I think Brian Johnson's better than Bon Scott was. I, I think I think when you listen to the modern recordings of I, those classic sounds, I mean, I realize that they have better equipment now. That's to record, what you gotta look at too. But I think the voice too. Like, I think better. I think that with with Bon Scott, I think that if he were still alive, their voices were so, they, they had such a similar grind to it that I think as he would have gotten older, he would have sounded it, like it, it just like yeah, it would have just been the evolution of the voice. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. when they recorded that, he was a young guy. You know? right. Yeah. So you know, smoke another three packs of cigarettes a day and, and drink a twelve pack every night. That's what you're gonna sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> And that's, 
that's another thing. Like, like ACDC is one of those bands. Like, I, I love doing karaoke, but I can't stand. There's certain bands that you don't do. Led Zeppelin's one of them, and ACDC. I cannot stand it when people try to do ACDC. <laughs> the only, the only guy I know that can do ACDC is that freaking comedian. What's it? Goat Boy. What's his name? Uh, Goat Boy. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. He does ACDC. Yeah, songs? he does. He does a stand up where he does. Uh, he actually stuff. went on. He did a. He went on stage with them while he, they were in concert, and the stage blacked out, and it was Jim Brewer singing the song, and the crowd was still going crazy, I'm and the lights cool came on, and it, it, they're like, who the fuck, oh my god, it's Jim Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about professional, because I have seen, I think they're called Back in Black, the like the, the official yeah, yeah, band, yeah, band, and they're pretty good. I mean, it's, There's many kiss, but it's not whatever. like ACDC, well, but it's still... It's, it's, ACDC fucking fired off cannons when I saw them at the end of the show, and... <laughs> Just they drove a full size train through the front of the stage. Great white. Wait, they drove a full size train in train came through the front of the fucking stage. It was just absolutely fucking insane. It's just such an awesome fucking show. Apologize to all the dead people who died from pirates. Hey man, if you're Brian gonna go, Johnson go by like Misadventure. Flying through the air, swinging on a bell during Hell's Bells, and I mean, it was, it was an unbelievable show. I've seen ACDC three times, and three times they have not disappointed. Yeah, they're amazing. It is nothing but energy from the from the freaking get go. You don't even know when the concert's over. It just it, you're just like yeah. yeah, and you're like they're not coming back. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's why people say, like, oh, that band's getting real old, you know, talking about other bands other than ACDC. Oh, that, they're getting old. They're, you know, give them a break. They're getting so old. And it's like, well, look at fucking ACDC. They're old as shit. And look at them kicking ass still. It, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter how old you are. You can still freaking rock. You can still live metal. I mean, that's what right. it is. Yeah. Well, like I said, like, Brian Johnson, because like, I, I posted something from uh, uh, Faith No More had done a cover or partially a cover of Lady Gaga's Poker Face. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it wasn't it wasn't their best cover to be honest with you. Yeah. Like it was it was okay. But uh, I was just talking about like he, like Mike Patton is one of those guys that like he's so fucking underrated as a singer as a singer. Yeah, yeah. and 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 like and that just made me think about Brian Johnson. Is, as he, well. is he related to Dick Van Patten? Yes. Okay. Right. Right. And it's actually Mike. Uh, his middle name is Van. Van. Uh, right. And 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 he's also related related to Patton also. Right. Right. Okay. Good. 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 Good to know. Ah uh, yes. Because <laughs> his full name is Van Patton. Oswald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. <laughs> and they were both in the movie Stand By Me, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was the one in the purple shirt. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, okay. God, so good. Glad we cleared well, that up. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, the question has now been answered. Uh, anything else uh, you want to discuss as far as uh, Midnight Ghost Run, which y'all got coming up? I mean, I know you've, you obviously you discussed the European tour, and that's that's in mid-April, right? That's in a, uh, actually a few, few days. a couple right? days, man. Yeah, we're leaving uh, this Monday, so. You got extra room? I'll quit my job. It'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, do Let's do it, man. I'll, I'll bring y'all bottles of water. and. and that sounds like safety in your job. <laughs> You so is that really a sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, I'm I'm gonna be going uh, to Europe for a few days. Yeah, whatever. Just just leave. Check check in when when you when you get back. We don't, we don't care. Uh, but actually, uh, speaking of which, we have a different. I mean, we've had a different bass player for a while now, going back and forth. But our, our new bass player is from Louisiana. Oh, okay. He's from the band Red Shield. Yes, I've heard them. I've never. I mean, I've heard of them. I've never heard them. I was he gonna plays. ask if if uh, he was your boy that had the the lacy uh, pants. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. 
Uh, uh, so no lace pants in this uh, band. No, no, we when had a bass player. Like, yeah, he was this. He was a nice guy, but he used to wear like like. He borrowed Adam's pants. Is what happened. <laughs> I wish I could fit into those pants. <laughs> I, I couldn't fit into two pairs of those pants. They were. <laughs> And like they they had lace up the sides, and uh, he's a nice guy, but like he, he I'll, put, I'll put it this way, dude. He, he had really long long hair down to his face to his waist, but he played music on Bourbon Street, and he dressed this way because it's I was full convinced of older he was really women. a woman. It's full of older women that that you know like to hit on the the long haired cute guy wearing tight pants. Hey, that's oh, my yeah. legacy, my friend. But it <laughs> it didn't transfer into a really heavy. Bad. <laughs> so, so all the guys and people were like, "Man, who's the chick you got playing with you?" <laughs> so it, it'd be kind of like like uh, Yngwie Malmsteen playing with like Megadeth. No, no, but like Yngwie playing with like uh, Suffocation or. or... <laughs> <laughs> be like, hello, guys. No. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you, you have a new bass player from from Louisiana. Um, yeah, he he's not coming to Europe with us. We have a different guy for Europe, a friend of ours um, who is in a band called Space Phase and from Oklahoma, and he's going to be doing the Europe tour with us. And then literally two days after we get back from Europe, we go back on tour in the states with the guy from Louisiana. It'll be his first tour with us, and it'll be we're just doing a short like three week run to try him out. And awesome. if he works, then he'll be with us. That's uh, great. In the future. That's great. Very very, very cool. I think ever. I think that uh, two or three times we've seen you, you've had a different, a different bass player. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's what's his he, name? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, his name's Mike Bione. So he's from he's from Lafayette. Are right. all uh, all bass players bass. named Mike? Yeah, that's funny because every bass player we've had, uh, we've gone through three. Ba- uh, in fact, the last two were named Mike, and the newest one we have is named Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's a prerequisite for bass players. That's the reason I, I stopped playing bass because my name wasn't Mike. Yeah, yeah uh, I heard. I heard in some states you have to change your name to Mike in order to be a bass player. Like, you do. Not, you do. Uh, that's that's. I that's think Oklahoma. The, I think com- Oklahoma. the communist state of North Dakota. No, actually, I think it's Louisiana. <laughs> every every Mike's a bass player. But yeah, he'll better, be uh, better than Anchor, he'll be trying out with us. So. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Hope that cool. works. Hopefully, it sticks because I'm fucking tired of looking for people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I you are, dude. But it's been really slowing down our like writing process too, because we're trying to write this new record, and we're constantly having to teach new fucking people our old stuff, and this thing. You know, okay, we want to move forward here, and, but we can't ever get past the old stuff because we keep changing bass players. You know what you need to do? You just, to, to save time, make a, a one-time video, like a YouTube video of you playing the stuff and, 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 and showing the chord progress, and then just say, okay, here, here's the instructional video, learn it, then come back. <laughs> but it's not like playing in the same room with each other and going through it. Well, just yeah. totally get a bigger TV. Just fucking push it in. <laughs> Surrounds out bigger TV. It's, it's, it's like it's like learning guitar from Esteban. Put the DVD in and go. <laughs> I need a hat. Yes, you do. And really long fingernails. <laughs> it's, it, I, I'm sure we could help you with the hat. I don't know about your fingernails. Where <laughs> yeah. it's a, a press ons I don't. I don't really know how to give people mani pedi. But you, know. <laughs> you got you got to have the coke. Interesting now. note related to Tom Petty. Yes, yes. Once fucked were in stand by me. And you were in Stand by Me. You're correct. Yep. <laughs> he was yeah. the guy with the red shirt on. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's really funny that uh, you said this. What with, with about going reteaching bass players? We've we've gone through three in the last, I think, probably two years. And, oh, and, and, and really hard on the bass past players. year. Six in the last year. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> 
What is it with dudes named Mike? Why can't they just play the fucking bass? I <laughs> get it over with. Right. Just, like this. We're going with a mic, so don't curse God, it. God, all right, all right. Commit. So you lost with Alfred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alfred, he, he was a really cool he was dude. Great. Yeah, he was awesome. He just he has another band and he's not able to commit full time. You know, there's no bad blood between them. And then you saw us with this guy Luke, and he just you know he's not really built for the road and didn't really fit too well. And then, um, then we just had a guy named Trey who definitely didn't able? work out. And uh, you know, so it's just, Why don't you just sign these people numbers at this point? Just be like, yeah. okay, <laughs> number seven of nine. <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully this is gonna work out because I'm tired. Yeah, dude, uh, we're we're on our like I said, we're on our third and hopefully last one because uh, this at least the uh, the mic that we have now is like very pumped up about it and he really you know you can tell he really wants to do it you know he's like that kind of guy he's learned everything in like two days which was yeah. which was really impressive because the last few we uh, we actually there's no there's no bad blood between any of us but the the last space player we had before him uh, actually. Actually, still, he, he was with us for a year and a half, and he still didn't know all the songs. Like, yeah. he, he got on stage and played, like, half-assed them, you know? It's, it's not just the songs for us, though. Like, we need connection live, you know? We need super amounts of connection with each other. And, like, the guy you saw us with at that little bar... You know, Luke. We just didn't connect with each with him. You know, we we just couldn't feel it as well with him. When you're in a band, I mean, whether you're you know your family, I mean, if you if yeah. you can't if you can't trust the guy beside you, or you know, it's just not. And we work. play like two hundred something shows a year, so yeah. we need you know someone who really connects on stage. And I need to be able to look at him, and he needs to be able to look at my drummer. And we need to all know what we're thinking. And if we don't feel, I mean, me and my drummer, my drummer is my little brother, pretty much. I've known him since he was 11 years old, you know, and he, we know each other back and forth. So if we're playing with someone that is not on the same page as us, it shows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you could tell he didn't really fit you guys just the way he exactly. was. He's just standing in the corner kind of thing. And it was just that the feel wasn't there. Now, right. now Al, Alfred, on the other hand, was like really the perfect fit. <laughs> Alfred was awesome, yeah. I mean, Alfred worked out great, but like I said, he he just wasn't able to do it full time, you know. Right. Didn't he have that other? He had that other job though. I was gonna say, yeah, he had that other job as a butler though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same guy. I'm working for Bruce Wayne. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, that's that's full time right there. Yeah. <laughs> Pays better than we do too. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's hysterical. But uh, anyway, is there um, any news you got for us, Rome? Any news? Yeah, you said you had some stuff you wanted to bring up. Oh my God! Um, all right, I don't, I don't know if uh, Metallica. You know, everybody knows Metallica. Well, they're getting into the the, the gaming industry more heavy. Really? They are. Well, uh, they're gonna Meta- stop. They're gonna, they're gonna stop Napster from downloading games. Chinese checkers by Metallica. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Ooh, yeah! This yeah. is this is going to be the most money put into a non-video game ever. Metallica has a a non-video game is a pinball machine. Oh, nice. Uh, Metallica's got this, the most it's the most technologically advanced pinball machine. Is it going to be Metallic? It it might be. I think Uh, it's made by the company Shear, but don't uh, quote uh, me on this. I might have to interrupt you for a second. Uh, I just like to go on record and say that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Headfield, if you're listening, you have to stop letting Lars fucking speak for you. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yeah, I would have a I would have a fucking pinball machine made after me if I could. This is taking multi million dollars. Yeah, but you wouldn't spend multi million dollars on a pinball. Only, listen, yeah, this. well, I don't have multi million dollars. Had it? Would you spend it on a pinball machine? Well, wait. No. This, this is all let right. me tell you what the return is going to be on this. Supposedly, huh? spend all the all these millions of dollars on it. Quarter. Most because only one person's going to play it. No, no, no. <laughs> There's already pre-orders from you have. No, I didn't realize how big the pinball collection. Uh, the the the, the freaking group of people out there that collect pinball machines is. It's insane. So this isn't going to, like, Chuck E. Cheese and shit. Oh, this, this could if they want to pay for it. But the first one's off the line. This one pinball machine is going to incorporate every album cover. Uh, it's going to have the entire Metallica library programmed into it. Jesus. It's going to be multi-level. So when you're done... It's, and you It's a jukebox it, with balls? Yeah. Like me. If you if the, the top <laughs> label, uh, after you've done solve the top level of the game, it completely transforms. Things go down, other things come up. It's a completely different game. So you're oh, Transformer. Up. It is. Somebody saw Michael Bay's Transformers and, and thought the cube thing would be an awesome pinball machine. <laughs> so, so what I read, now I don't know if this is an accurate estimate, but from what I read there's been over $25 million put into the development of this game. Just this pinball machine. It has nothing else to do with their money. All right. The return on this, just in pre-orders alone, is already Ten times what they've spent. Jesus wow. Uh, dear pinball collectors, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop giving these assholes money. Did but, you not hear? Uh, what was that? Uh, Saint Anger, Saint Anger? <laughs> or Lou Reed and Metallica? Yeah, oh, yeah, Lou Reed and Metallica. That was terrible. Oh, yeah, that's like the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I hope there's a really fucking angry programmer over at the company <laughs> that's making this. That's just like, oh, you mean I, I have to program a Metallica pinball machine that's a Transformer. Oh, that's fine. Saint Anger, Saint Anger, Saint Anger, Saint Anger. That's all it please. Just the one song, not even the whole album. No, it just played that awful drum beat. This game, this, this, this freaking pinball machine not only has lasers in it, laser technology, it does a mini stage show. It, incorpor- like I said, incorporates like a, like the Ride the Lightning and all of the graphics that they used to have on their albums and stuff. That's but it, your asshole just says you're about to come. It does, hologra- it does holographic imaging on the tabletop. It oh, does it all of this shit. Yeah, it makes Tupac appear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tupac dances in the same together at last. Yeah, and, and on the back side, it has um, it has lips from like a real doll. So it you can it says groupies, <laughs> and you walk back there and let the groupies suck you off. Well, <laughs> it's only across a quarter. Funny that you say that. On related yet not related news, in the pinball industry, there is a small company coming out. Apparently, after hearing this, want to decide uh, they wanted to design the most horrific, uh, uh, terrifying, and pleasurable freaking pinball machine that they could come up with and it's one it's a completely I don't know hound of hell satanic type pinball machine a lot of technology similar to the Metallica one is going to be incorporated into it the difference is it's going to have a hand that you have you know when you're I don't know if you've ever played a lot of of pinball machines I don't know but there's a hand that it's going to cup your crotch that is that is the way it's going so it's going to basically hold you by the balls while you play it <laughs> I was thinking, you know, if you want a horrific um, pinball machine, you can just do like they call it like the car accident, and just like they have a fucking body smashed into the front. Well, of the, the hand's going to vibrate. So here's my problem: Jesus. it's going to it's going to vibrate when you tilt. So these women are going to be plunking in quarters just to knock it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, funny enough, same, very similar technology, not even a fraction of the cost of what Metallic has pumped into this one. Hey, God. But yeah, dude, I wouldn't waste my money on any pinball machine that costs. But, uh, the second generation of the pinball machine, I think, is going to cost somewhere around the uh, lines of like twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. That's crazy, dude. Well, you're, you're my friend, and and I, I love you, I do. But I am bored as shit with this story. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted, I just wanted to let you know. I mean, that was that was kind of cool in my in. I, I got you. Lars Ulrich has found a way to rape stupid collectors. <laughs> Again. Uh, is that one of the things it does? A, a miniature cock comes out as you're, as you're playing and just fucks you in the ass? <laughs> and then his face appears and laughs. <laughs> what the laser technology is, it's him and Tupac laughing at you. Oh, I you'd like it, man. I just thought I thought you'd be on the first thing of the you know the first. Yeah, I got twenty five grand or whatever the fuck it'll yeah. cost is. Man. I don't even have space for a pinball machine. Let's go call Corey. I'm sure. I'm sure just someone move, move the recliner. <laughs> it'll fall off the truck. <laughs> so well, then you could just move your rascal to a different spot and you'd be good to go. Oh fuck you, Rob <laughs> Not not really, man. Just you know, just was talking about we've gone a lot into the music and stuff like that, but. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I've been watching a lot on the uh, revival of the 80s. Uh, Saxons coming out, I guess. They're, they're going to be coming back out on tour. Yeah. Um, a, lo- a lot of the old uh, uh, metal bands, uh, thrash bands and stuff, are, are there's been a uh, revival in uh, hearing their music and stuff like that. Uh, I've actually heard f- uh, four different uh, newscasts about the revival of the 80s. What is it? VH1's got that new show coming out about the revival of the 80s and all that other shit. So, you know, it's, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, they're, they're, they're talking about how the the 80s was the uh, you know the, the the precursor to the economic to the 90s yeah economic turn that we've turned into right now with recessions and shit like that so I don't yeah. know yeah yeah happy news 80s are back girls and wear t- girls wearing tight clothes lots of lace lots of leather awesome let's do it <laughs> yeah I mean that's, that's that part is all right yeah yeah if you uh, can, and, and Adam can pull out his, his hammer pants again he'll be cool again that's true Adam, did you, did you no, have no, no no dude that's my my penis, my penis is actually shaped like a hammer I don't oh. Oh, oh, I think you're confused. That's no wonder. <laughs> Yeah. Women are afraid of you. Yes, it's, like yeah, it's it's easy to get in. It's, it's like a hammerhead shark. You should get that looked at, man. It ain't right. It's like one of those dogs. You put it in. People are willing to look at it. it. That's not the problem. <laughs> you, get, you tap in penny nails. Anyway, on that note, I believe we've said enough on our podcast <laughs> today. I'd like to apologize to our guests. For yeah. Our guests. <laughs> uh, I got my hammer pants on right now. Oh, oh so yeah. Oh. See, that's the perfect thing, man. Oh, he, he is too legit. He's too legit. I am. Quit. I, I. <laughs> Yes. Um. Anyway, Steve, thanks for coming on the show, man. It was really good, Anytime. dude. I hope you guys have a really productive uh, tour in Europe. We will. And we'll stay in touch. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to getting your album too, man. That, that is awesome. Yeah. Just go to themidnightghost.com. You can order anything there. Very cool. And uh, if you go to our website, uh, uh, mhogpodcast.com, they are on there already. All you have to do is click their their name on our band page, and it'll but you're hearing them right now. On coreofdestructionradio.com. That's right. Or possibly iTunes, I don't know. Uh, which, whichever one you like Whatever listening to. Maybe Stitcher. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I, anytime you want to come back on, dude, you're more than welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. So, uh, I'm your host, Wayne. I'm your, your president, Lord and Savior, S. Uh, uh, really? Up Lightning, Esquire. <laughs> really? And, and I'm the rum guy. Mr. Interrupter. And that was Mr. Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
Team Boss. Uh, and remember, children, to keep it metal! I've been shot at and missed and shit at and hit. How's that for a slice of fried gold?